Welcome back to the Unanimous Decision Podcast. I am your host, Deepalm. Follow me on Twitter at Deepalm66. Follow the show on Twitter at UDPod. Follow the entire MTR network at, you guessed it, the MTR network. You found us. Don't you dare lose us. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe everywhere you get your podcasts for absolutely free 99. Oh, buddy. Okay, so. I think I'm finding a good rhythm here. Sort of the new job last week. It's going great. Thanks for asking. You didn't, but I pretended that you did. I've now got a good rhythm of doing the midweek podcast for Thursday Night Football. And on Sundays, we're going to record for the flagship drop on Mondays with one of our friends who, I guess, friends is strong, particularly this week. But we'll have a guest. A guest. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, don't, wow. don't, I am doing my intro. Let me set the table for the listener so they can decide they want to continue now that you know Nat is here. He's back, guys. Um, say hi now. You've ruined it. I had a whole thing. Go ahead. I, I didn't. No, no, I did not ruin anything. You basically poisoned no, the well before everybody was going to well. have a chance to listen. Yes, you it's poisoned the well. It's my podcast. Yes, and you poisoned the well for your guests so that no matter what happens, I'll always finish number two now. Thank you. You're that. It's that. Okay, let's rip away the artifice. That's the point. They can't oh, leave here liking you more you than me. That's no. It's, you think I can't there's a reason help my dad's it that not? I'm charismatic. You think there's a reason my dad's not on anymore? <laughs> hmm. We want more of him. I'm like, Fair. wait a second. No. Fair. My show. Eh. Uh-uh. All right. Well, now this here. And uh, before we get to sports, we're going to talk a lot about sports because a lot's happened in sports. It's been a fun week. It's been an exciting college football weekend. Auburn sucks. But before we get to any of that, I want to talk to you about – this is a statistic that I did not believe until I read, like, three articles about it. <laughs> you may know this, you may not, but I'm reading it for the listener who doesn't. A recent Deloitte survey shows that while 5% of boomers reported having been scanned on the Internet, 16% of Gen Z users, more than three times as many, had been victims of the same crimes. Yeah, that makes about That makes sense. That makes are sense. we just and, and you and I are men of a certain you and I are men of a certain age. We're elder millennials, I think that's what we're called. Is it because yes. we were raised in a place that one was before the internet? Like we watched the internet happen, and two, we were taught never to trust anyone. Is that why we're like largely immune to this phenomenon? Is that why I can't understand it? No, that's exactly no, that's exactly why. Because again, remember we had Dare, we had AOL dial-up, we had again we had message boards, we've had. Social MySpace, we've had social media. The internet for most used to come lives. off disk. Exactly. I can't <laughs> stress, but the thing on your phone, people, used to come on a disk in the mail. And it used to tie up your your telephone oh. lines, and it, and your parents <laughs> would ruin it. Be like, would be like, get off the phone. You might be trying to download a five megabyte MP3. It might have been like the latest, it might have been, you know what? It might have even been Nelly's Country Grammar. You might have been trying to download that. And you know what happened? Your mom got in the way. She had to make a phone call. It might have been to a church, again, one of her church friends or something like that. But then it got interrupted and you'd have to start all over again. And sometimes if you were really unfortunate, you had to wait all night to download a whole thing. It was, again, the internet, for those of us that were of a certain age, was a bear. We're not again. We are molded by the internet. We're not fooled by these scams. That's what happened. I want to go on record that 
like occasionally I'll say a thing on this podcast that sets off a guest. Like when we found out that Jason Smith hated the state of Missouri, your wildly specific country grammar like example <laughs> shows that I found something that you should go to therapy for. Oh, I'm already I'm, again. It's it's just it's one of the topics. It's one of the topics with my my therapist. My therapist stays on retainer. Please understand, uh, was... I don't have issues. I have subscriptions. That was fantastic. Um, can I actually say something to you that, like, in, under the auspices of however you hear this coming from a friend? Yes. Don't you ever fucking produce me again. This week, I texted Dad. I was like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? I said, sure. He then tags me on Twitter. Doesn't text me. Doesn't email me. <laughs> tags me on Twitter and says, add this to the docket. Motherfucker, you don't work here. <laughs> Don't you ever produce me again. That being said, you know, I am gonna we are gonna talk about it. But not because you asked. I want that very clear. Oh, I'm so, sorry. It's just I do my job 99% of the time. And I happen to suggest this to a friend. I am so don't sorry. Don't you produce me. So this week, Jeezy, formerly young Jeezy, I don't know when the young drop happened, and I don't like it for the record. Jeezy added all 13 of his mixtapes to streaming platforms to celebrate his 46th birthday. He posted an image alongside the following text. I need all my day ones to celebrate my G-Day with me by posting and tagging me to y'all vibing out to your favorite songs from 13 classic mixtapes available now on all streaming platforms. Post and tag me. I'm showing love back all day. Let's get it. Okay. So there's like 37 layers to this one. That yes. you and I are uniquely positioned to talk about because we are indeed old. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm not gonna start the. We'll end with the high notes. We'll end with the like the good talk stuff. I've got a serious question for you. Okay. Have you listened to any of it yet? I have not, and only okay. because it's literally it's been like work day day job stuff has gotten yeah, in the way. Yeah, you have a job and stuff in the life. It's fine. <laughs> so do I. I don't do it either. How many beats were changed? Because a lot of the I, it, a lot a lot of the cool stuff about mixtapes in the mixtape era, and if you haven't listened to the blog era uh, podcast, is fantastic. Please listen to it. You'll understand why we are the way we are. Um, it's really interesting to me because there's no way they paid for all the clearances. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's no way. There's no way they did. But you know what? It, and I, it reminds me of the crit situation. We I was not forever. We don't do from, yes. We don't preview this, guys, but my next line was about crit, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But with crit and return of forever. And I, I love that. I, I love that mixtape. But they changed so many beats on it for me that it ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. And I have to go. I, I still haven't had time to go find the original. And I need to go find the original. But... I, it just it, when you bring that up, I forgot about that part, part because, quite honestly, if they change some of the beats, it kind of changes the flavor. You, it's it's basically new Coke, and for, and and that for that don't that ruins the emotion for me. But the fact that we have all these mixtapes, that's it. it okay, just, so that's yeah, that's where I am. So I think where I came around on the crit thing was it is kind of new Coke-ish, but it's still Coke. Yeah, it's still delicious. It's still refreshing. It's a little different sometimes because a lot of the beats were because they were his. He didn't have to change everything. Yeah, and a couple beats you're like, ah, they where'd that snare go? And I missed the hi hat here, and there's stuff like that. But nothing's my song like, comes to mind. 
I let's my, just, my my sub. Let's yeah. we've got all the sequels. Like yeah. we've got all the sequels in the official albums. Let's, let's look at the the highlights of my sub. What my sub brought <laughs> yes. us, not what my what my sub took away. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's 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 the new Coke feel. It is interesting. It's it's I'm excited. I'll dig into the the GZ the GZ uh if you will. Yeah. Thirteen. Well, a lot. well, here's thirteen is a lot, but also he released it at the wrong time because that that I guess that's the other thing. Had he done this like in June, July, dog, I was like, this could have been a to... summer run. <laughs> this should have been a summer drop. Let's oh, be real here. That's all again, I could you, think like, about. Was like all man. us old heads, all of us old heads would have just sat there. And just rode around. We ain't got to do anything. We could have done a, a supermarket run, AirPods and everything. I am the trap. Just, just mixtape again. The first trap at dot mixtape. That would have oh. been utterly perfect. But no, the soundtrack to, to my summer. This. It would have been the soundtrack to my summer. Yeah. It again. Yes, it would have been the soundtrack to a whole bunch of other people's summers. And I mean, the only thing that worries me about stuff like that is that we see with current sampling with the current artists they tend to bastardize said samples and it would have ruined it, it we would have found the, the youngins would have found a way to ruin it for me that's all that's they it. wouldn't have you know why because they don't exist to me i don't even see them i'm like uh old buddy from westworld oh. it looks like nothing to me it does they don't even occur like i saw no you know what we're not this is not uncle podcast we're not doing this i could have but i didn't you guys are welcome <laughs> I, um, I appreciate you for doing that it's called restraint Take a note, kids. You don't have to go on every road you want to. Um, so in fellow old people news, though I'm going to stay kind of, you know, talk to my audience mm-hmm. and tell my guests, they finally arrested that nigga for shooting Tupac. And <laughs> after he's been like, saying it for, for a No, no, that's the thing. That, like, that's the thing. I had a, a friend of mine who is a, how do you say, a photo negative of me. Yeah. Say, oh my gosh, <laughs> they got Tupac's kill. I go, he's saying it on BET for the last five years. <laughs> he said it on Joel exactly. Anderson's podcast. Like I, I knew his name before I read the article. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you mean the guy who's been bragging about shooting Tupac since at least 2017? That guy. <laughs> <laughs> like again, mind you, he's done. Like he's the one person on or doing those DJ Vlad interviews that didn't get arrested almost immediately. He's the one. Like everybody else been snitching and admitting this stuff, got arrested almost immediately. This guy goes and, and, and admits it and it takes years. Oh, we gotta wait for the paperwork to come through. Cold I cases. do like I do like that they acknowledge in the AP article Davis himself admitted in interviews and in his 2019 tell-all memoir, Compton Street Legend, that he provided <laughs> the gun using the Sir, <laughs> sir, sir. <laughs> at least fictionalize it. At least OJ said if I had done it. <laughs> Not the, oh yeah, oh. this is the gun I gave the guy, and here's a serial number. Here are other bodies attached to that gun. Please arrest me. And the cops are like, not yet. <laughs> wow. This nigga still lives in Vegas. Yeah. And untouched. What mind. is happening? Untouched. Untouched. Like, that's Authority the wildest said part Friday, of this. 
Authority said Friday that Dave's his own public comments revived the investigation. You don't fucking say. <laughs> which which, which set? The which yeah, which set? Was it was it the this, I don't was it I don't, know if you to my, I don't know if you listen to this show at all, but last week I did the same thing where I hadn't read the article and I was talking about Phil Nicholson's like quotes about gambling and I read them on the air and oh, wow. I almost had like I just I was like those that's too ridiculous. Those are ridiculous things to say. Like reading this I should have prepped. This is one of the signs I should have prepped. <laughs> yes. God, yes. that's <laughs> listen. so stupid. Listen. Listen. Oh. <laughs> nothing nothing like self-snitching for five years to that's finally so go dumb. to jail. That's so dumb. He wrote a book. Anyway, um, NBA media days are about to happen. Some of them are leaking out now. Yeah. I got to ask you this. Have you seen this? So it's been a year since Draymond stole off on Jordan Poole. Yes. Was rewarded with a zero game suspension and new contract and got Jordan Bullshit out of town. Like, it is the funniest, objectively funniest NBA. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a victim here. Man, people get hit every day, B. Like, things happen. Objectively, the funniest, lowest stakes thing I've ever seen. Although the, the Wilson and Slap's also funny and super low stakes. So I'll have to sit and really think with that one. But yeah. <laughs> this is nuts. This is nuts. Did you see uh, Pablo Torre and Pablo Torre finds out, which is a fantastic name for a podcast. Yes. He broke what allegedly was said that warranted the, the face striking. Well, I forgot what. Oh, yeah. The shooting with the backpack uh, on. Yeah. You yes, are. No, no, no. You are an expensive backpack for 30. There's part Ooh. of me Ooh. as a grown man with a son. My mother is in my house right now. Helping us out by holding our son and just hanging out for part of the day. Couldn't be happier. The evolved man in me says, so what? Let him talk his talk. I'm a grown-ass <laughs> man. <laughs> However, <laughs> there's another part of me <laughs> that's not nearly as mature evolved. That says, Sir, oh, yeah, that that'll, evolved. That says oh, yeah, that'll get you hit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Like, like, you got to think about this. There, there's a bunch of this that, like, the more I hear about this and the more the way that I, um, Mr. Jordan Poole was ro rolling, the more I kind of understand why he got stole off on. I, I'm, I'm such a football player that I'll never respect someone for not just squaring up and shooting a fair one. Like, that's always going to be a problem for me. Yeah. Basketball players yeah. have no such com compunction because y'all ain't real tough guys. Um. No, no, we don't. We don't pretend to be. No. Yes, oh, the fuck they don't. Basketball players love to act tough. They love it because they're tall. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's, true. I, that's that's the one thing I think has been lost from this era of basketball. Like, yes, there's more athleticism. Yes, it's better strategy. Yes, it is the highest quality product you've ever seen on the court. However, we don't have I do games. not know if LeBron James can fight or not, and that bugs me to my core. <laughs> well, that's true. But remember, we never knew if Jordan could fight or not. I know he can't. I know Jordan can't because the only person I ever heard him fighting was Steve Kerr. That's how I know Jordan can't. Ask me more questions. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> but still, we never knew, we never had to know because there was Oakley and there was always somebody else to handle the light work. That's all, how this all, all I'm saying is, I, while I understand why Draymond hit that boy, I cannot respect the sneak. However... I see why Jordan Poole's not there anymore. I see why Jordan Poole's yes. kicking it in Chocolate City. With him and and Derek Zoolander of the NBA. Mr. Kuzma. 
They're gonna have fun. They're gonna have fun. They're gonna. They're not gonna <laughs> the playoffs. They're not gonna the playoffs, but they're gonna be fun. They're not gonna win twenty games. They'll win twenty. No, he's still talented. He's talented. He's but not how that many contract those, talented, but he's talented. How many of those forty shots, thirty points games are we gonna see? We're gonna see a you lot. You are of ignoring how bad the bat the bottom of the East is. They are the bottom of the East. They see. are. You 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 you're you're a Hornets fan. We'll talk about that later. Um Oh boy. We can talk about it now. Might as well. Might as well. Like if you're gonna bring up the Kai Jones thing, man. I, I don't even I just know wanna ask to what's going on because it does seem like bigger than basketball. Much, much bigger than basketball. Um I was told by somebody that it's gotten so bad that the parents have come in and out multiple times. For, uh, for our listeners who may not parents... get the speed, will you give us a 30,000-foot catch-up on the Kai Jones situation? Okay, so Kai Jones, after dunking on Victor Wembanyama very seriously in Vegas, and it, like that seemed to be the high point of his summer, came back, started recording TikToks in very disturbing fashion that looked on the borderline level of Pookie from New Jack City. And if you are a certain age, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Most likely this you're the listening oldest to the podcast on the internet. I love it. And, well, well, yeah, there's that. But so he starts recording these things. He starts saying uh, he's better than the people in front of him, which if he was better, he'd be playing more. But that's neither here nor there. And it got some responses. My, my favorite might be Mark Williams what, uh, using the 50 Cent meme. What the hell? Am I, again, what did I do? Which, again, Mark has a salient point, but you're not dealing with someone with logic. Mm-hmm. The the going theory is it is some sort of drug habit. It most likely is. But there is most likely also a piece of mental illness in this. Mm-hmm. There were those that were wondering why the Hornets haven't stepped in. And I would like to point out, this is a very voluntary thing. Like, treatment is very voluntary unless you commit a crime. They can't necessarily throw you in. And more importantly, because he is 22, 23 years old, his parents can't necessarily, again, check him into a facility either, primarily because large, black, and rich. Um, So I say all this to say that uh, on Friday, in their Friday news dump, the Charlotte Hornets have announced that Kai Jones will not be showing up to training camp. This is a very serious situation. The jokes were never funny. Um, I do worry about the kid because he's a really good kid. I've met him a couple of times. Really, really good kid, eager, just willing to learn. And something happened. I don't know. If, I don't know if it was a mental break. I don't know if something happened drug drugs wise. But this kid is in like I'm not saying serious distress, but I am concerned, and I know mm-hmm. the Hornets are concerned. And at this point, it is like you said, like you said to open this. This is far 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 bigger than basketball um yeah this is a scary situation i do hope for the best for the kid and i want to say this i've said it in every situation that i can think of in recent years your mental illness is not your fault but it is your responsibility um yeah so like while there's there's very much an extension of of concern and care for the kid you know you got to please take care of yourselves and each other like that's really kind of all that is there um more fun nba stuff I'm not going to talk about the recycled Anthony Edwards and Steve Kerr thing. I think it's very interesting that everyone else yeah. now realizing that my new favorite basketball player, which I think Anthony Edwards is 
one of the few guys left mm-hmm. who's doing it. Yes, the money and accolades come. I'm doing it to prove I'm better than you. I'm doing it to prove <laughs> I'm that dude. Like, yes, I will get paid because of this. However, the internal burning desire is not to get paid. It is to prove to you beyond a shadow of a fucking doubt that I am that fucking dude. And guess what? He's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, he he's so much fun because he's one of those dudes. Like, he's the last, and you talk about the last sub. He's the last one of those guys that's not, like, coddled from AAU, like, Coach's kid, son of an mm-hmm. athlete, not not one. Of, he's one of the last dudes from the mud. From he's the guys from Farrell that, High School in Atlanta. If anyone is in your life is from Atlanta, ask them about Farrell High School. The Farrell Thrashers. Man, look, that dude is that dude has come from nothing. He's not this new generation of kid players, sons, and everything else where at, where genetics just takes over or skill or coaching takes over and it gets them to a high high major level but they don't necessarily have that dog in him. Oh, he's got that dog in him. He is that guy. 80% he, dog. <laughs> at minimum and again, man with the the man suffered with Tom had to suffer through a year of Tom Green at Georgia. It's very Think true. about that. Think about that. <laughs> he really does point. have that dog dog God. in him. Did you got to love the game to still be like this? Oh. And, and if you don't know why we love him, go just put him, put his name in YouTube and watch old interviews where he tells you how good he is at baseball and football and basketball. He just happened to choose basketball. Like, this is that man. The, the dude who walks in a room and everyone's like, oh, that's that's the star. He didn't have to grow into that. He's been that. Like, he's, I love you that. know what he is? He's basketball OBJ. I'm really he's excited basketball. for them to show up for the next uh, Olympic team and be like, hey, the old heads are here. And yet they were just like, y'all better take it from me. Yeah, exactly. I ain't giving you shit. Like, if there's anybody that I would bet would have a Jimmy Butler, Minnesota moment, it yeah. might be. <laughs> he's just, it the thing be. is, he's, he, he's too much, he, he's, he's having too much fun right now. But yes, he's got it. He's got the ability to pull that kind of shit off. Very much so. Yeah. Like, he's the guy. He's the next guy we're going to hear about to practice. Be like, I'm going to take the third. I'm going to take the, the G League team. I'm going to whoop all the starters' asses. Y'all's asses. And then we're going to practice. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's who this dude is. I love it. That's I love that the rest of America is getting to meet this thorough high school-ass dude. I love it. Um, All right. NBA news. I got an NBA guy on here. God damn this damn trade. So I, I get there levels to it, and we're going to talk about the thing that happened right before we started recording, but it's hard for me to see this less than just, oh, you want to go there? Well, guess what? We're not going to send your ass. Oh, this is absolutely Jimmy McNulty in the boat. This is absolutely <laughs> Jimmy McNulty in the boat. Like, let's, 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 let's get this started down. But, but also, let's be real here with the, like, and when you see the second part of this, Portland didn't want Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero was only worth so much. Like, let's be real with this one. There was only so much Tyler Hero was going to get you to where you could move him on to another team. So I understood, like, this was a whole situation where I'm rather take DeAndre Ayton and the guy that wanted to get out of Phoenix so bad he signed with the Indiana, Indiana Pacers. I get that. But also, like... Miami didn't have anything, and they went on this whole propaganda war 
through Dan Levitard, through Amino Hassan, and tried to tell you, oh, this ain't fair, this, is, this isn't that. I understand that Dame wanted to go to Miami, but also at the same point, they kind of handled this wrong, but also, if you really wanted out, should have asked a year ago. Because I kind of don't feel bad if you're going to, it that you expected Joe Cronin to, to placate everybody in the building with that hey, draft pick hey, instead of trading. I, I do think it's weird that Cronin allegedly hadn't spoken to them since June. Yeah. That's weird. That is, like, that's objectively that's weird. weird. That's, for me, that's like, oh, you really did let, your feelings truly did get involved at that point. And yeah, then the news no, that after it looked like it wasn't going to happen, Dame comes back and says, hey, I will draw the offer. Let's do this. Let's play. And everyone, according to Dame, everyone in the building was on board except for Joe Cronin. So now, like, that's where I'm like, okay, I can see the logic where you presented it. I can also watch from what we're hearing being reported yeah. is, oh, your feelings got hurt. Oh, no, his feelings, absolutely. Like, feelings got into it. I, I, yeah. The one thing I will not deny is that with Joe Cronin, feelings absolutely got, got into it. <laughs> but also, like, the only thing is I can somewhat justify saying Dame, because at that point, we're talking August, you're probably, again, Chauncey's probably developing, focused on, like, the staff is focused on developing Scoot Henderson at that point. Exactly. As well they Jayden should. Sharp. As well they should. Like, and I think that, like, I understand you want to come back in August. It's too late for that, bro. Like, had you said this, like, had that's, it been that's said, a, that's the thing to say to a guy who who is who's calling I card get, has been loyalty. That's a thing for me. That's just that's that is my emotions getting involved. For me, that's a thing to say to somebody. That, I, I get it. Like, I like there was a lot done wrong on both sides. So the fact to where. You had where Aaron Goodwin, who was a really good agent, the fact that the, the agency got called to the carpet by the NBA was not a good look. Was not yeah. the way it was handled was not a good look. There's a lot of this where again, fault is on both sides of this. And I hate the both sides of this because yeah, yeah, it yeah, should yeah, be sure. one of those it should be one of those things that cut and dry, but at the same point, like dog, this was it's mishandled messy. from it's, everybody. It's mishandled, but it's also I think this is a good reminder when people talk about athletes yeah. as assets this is a people business mm -hmm. and people businesses get Absolutely. messy like this is yes you could say well the the and you're about to tell me why cronin is going to be redeemed a little bit at least in my eyes on the true holiday trade that just happened but for me the loyalty that got us to this place needs to be rewarded if only because it sends a message to the next guy who wants to be super loyal then in the end, it does. That's and again, that's me. That's the ex-agent in me because it also tells the agent who you're going to. Spoilers: There are only so many fucking agents. You're going to have to work with this He's, guy again. Yes. Like yes, it feels like a lot and of bridges I, to burn to prove a point. I think, but also this is what happens when you don't have an owner and you don't have that's oversight. That's and remember. All right, you know what? That's that's it. That this is what the whole thing boils down to. There's no owner on that side. Like, honest to God, like I'm not cutting you off, but mentally I just click with me, like, that's what the problem is. Yeah, he doesn't have an owner. There's just, no remember, owner. there there's someone that's there to sign. Is it a committee and, or like again, a chair or something like that? Yeah, like the Allen like the Allen, Allen Fund, Foundation. Yeah. 
Like they're there, but they're rubber stamping stuff. Cronin yeah. is largely doing this unsupervised. And remember, before that, it was Neil Olshey. And the only reason he got canned was because he was so bad at his job that they had to get rid of him. It was it was fiduciary responsibility. They had to fire. It was so bad. That's it true. was that bad. But remember, there's no owner, so he's doing this stuff unilaterally. Oh the buck God. stops with him. A lot. You got to remember that. There's no owner to say, "Yo, chill." There's none of that. It's him and it's Chauncey Billups, and that's Not it. Not picking up the phone since June is so weird. That's, that's so weird. We're gonna move on. That's just objectively weird. We're moving on because guess what? We talked about basketball. We talked about uh, the, the mixtapes. But you know why you're here? Because starting on <laughs> September 28th, 55 straight days of football. Barring one. The, <laughs> the next Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, is the only day in the next 55 without football of some sort on your television. Back, November 22nd, the day before Thanksgiving, there will be football on your television. By God be made. And how is the newly purchased X, formerly Twitter, celebrating this by putting white supremacy ads on NFL Twitter accounts? <laughs> Dog. And where with NFL like, like it's whoa, so whoa, funny. whoa. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the NFL uh, which has more money in pies that of equality than you would think has <laughs> Like, dude, the, so for those of you who don't so know, mad. on Wednesday, MediaMatters.org reported that Twitter, now known as X, placed NFL ads on the accounts of multiple white nationalists. On Thursday, NFL had to release this statement, which is never a fun statement to release. The NFL unequivocally denounces any form of hate speech and has absolutely no association with these individuals or any group that promotes racism. As soon as it was brought to our attention, we immediately expressed our concerns to X. To, so fucking stupid. To understand and rectify the issue, the fucking super part was my edit not theirs. Um, I want to also note that just last week, NFL chief media and business officer uh, praised Twitter CEO for doing great work, innovating to make the platform better for NFL fans and partners. Uh, now, one of these ads called for the execution of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift over Kelsey's promotion of the COVID vaccine. Thoughts? At some point, like, there's going to be a grown-up to tell to tell Mr. Mr. Uh, Musk that Yo, you are really stepping on the dope right now, right? Like, he, he has to understand. Like, someone's got to be like, yo, you're blowing all this money. Like, someone's got to explain this to him. Because at some point, so, so, so someone's going to find a way to monetize this. Having friends smarter than you means you get to hear things like this. Apparently, he's like, do like a billion dollar debt payment soon, and he may not have it. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that 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 would make sense. Makes sense. So, uh, burning down the house while you're in it for the insurance money, while um, sitcomy in its in its idea is not completely off the table for the psycho. No, it's not. It, that, see, that's the thing. But that's that's the problem, Palm. Like, think about this. Like, normally, like back when we grew up, you know what you did? You watched Goodfellas, and you remember, like, the people that torched your house. You had to at least owe them protection money. The folks that had you pay protection money burn the house down. You didn't burn the house down yourself because you know what they call that? They call that arson. You know what they do with people with arsonists like that? They throw them in jail. You know why? Because they're dumb criminals. Well, we've seen a lot of stupid crime happen that didn't result in jail time yet. So let's not just uh, let's not hang our hats on good fellas. Um, fair, so fair. on last 
last podcast, I launched my Taylor Swift conspiracy theory. Did you happen to listen to it? I did listen to that, and I fully agree with you, actually. I the more fun answer is no, so I can re-explain it to new listeners. So we're going to say you pretend you said no. Great. Glad you said no. Um, but I'm also glad you listened. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are insanely big brands. What I learned this week is that the NFL has 27 million Instagram followers. Do you know how many Taylor Swift has? There probably were, uh, they were, they're at least, oh, well, Taylor Swift, I want to say she's probably at like 500 million, a half a billion followers. Oh, there, she's at 272 million. So exactly, approximately 10 times the NFL's audience for mm. one person, which is insane to me. But I like the numbers you're throwing around. Um, my theory, to repeat it for new listeners, is that this is a arrangement of convenience to benefit Jeff Bezos, um, yep. Dr. Evil. Because the number one documentary on Amazon right now is what? Kelsey's. The, and I've been corrected by my friends who are Taylor Swift fans who outed themselves by texting me after watching my Instagram clip. You know oh, no. who you are. You don't listen <laughs> no. to the podcast, but you do follow my Instagram. Thanks for the text. So apparently the movie, which does come out October 13th, the day after the Chiefs are on Thursday Night Football exclusive on Amazon, the movie's being released mm-hmm. in AMC theaters. Mm-hmm. I then asked, well, how do you know who produced it? She says, Taylor says she produced it. I go, well, that's not true. So who produced it? She says, I believe what Taylor tells me. I said, well, that's terrifying. And that's so part of the problem. We're dealing with some real life cult behavior that I'm not willing to get in the front of. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that they're right, that they have not announced mm-hmm. a streaming solution for this. But I'm also going to assume that I'm right and that they just haven't told us at Amazon yet. Because all the pieces mm-hmm. add up. Look, I, maybe they just, maybe the two kids who are just having fun, kids, she's 33. I think he's 33. They're, they're not kids. They're adults. They're having fun, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But if you're meeting parents and watching football games with parents, like, that's an awfully, that's an accelerated timeline in my book. Yeah, it is. Very much so. Unless they were dating for a lot longer than. Unless this has been. That, and, and I don't think that's even possible based on no, the I don't level think so. of scrutiny that this woman's been given. The New Balance 550s red ones that she wore to last week's game were sold out on the website by Monday. Mm-hmm. That's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about but uh, fucking with these people. I come to these people who are listening to this who have found this through social search and optimization because I used Taylor Swift in last week's title. <laughs> I come to you hat in hand. I come to you as as a, a, a noble traveler through your lands. I want not the smoke, deliver not unto me, said smoke. That should cover they speak that. They understood what I said there, right? No, 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 they understood no, they oh they absolutely understood it. Like uh, I will put it this way. I believe in your theory. I think it makes the most sense for right now. And if a real relationship should blossom and grow from from this 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 mutual pairing right now of mutually beneficial pairing, then hey, cool. But otherwise, there's enough signs. And I think L. Duncan was one of those that pointed out first where this is all staged. L came L came harder than I did. I I didn't want to say that. While I love and respect L. Duncan, I do not subscribe to her theories if they've angered the Swifties. <laughs> fair, fair. I want 0% of the smoke. And the thing is, someone listening right now is probably going to be a smartass and say, Daniel, Depomp, whoop, you just decried the use of these white supremacy conspiracy theories on X. Why are you out here conspir- spreading out a different one? Because mine hurts no one. 
If mine's true, exactly. so what? If it's false, <laughs> so what? It's the only conspiracy theory that that I have that you guys get mad at is, of course, Stevie Wonder's ability to Stevie see. And you guys only get weird about that because you think you don't want to be lied to. Who cares if you lied to? He wrote songs in the key of life. Let the man see a sunrise. Exactly. He, if he came out and said, you know what, on his deathbed, you know what, I made up the whole thing about I can't see. I'm I'm just legally blind. I can see stuff. Then you, you know who would be mad at him? Nobody, for the reasons you mentioned. Songs in the key of life, inner visions, talking book. They, Look, there are too many we're gonna, songs. We're going to move on because man. someone, my wife, is rolling her eyes right now because she can feel me through the ports talking about this again. Uh -oh. But I'll say this. If object permanence sets in at three years old and he went blind before that, how would you describe a ribbon or sky to someone who has a reference point for neither and also use those two things as an extended metaphor for love? Seems pretty difficult. <laughs> um. Cool. But let's go to some NFL stuff that's not a conspiracy theory. David Njoku burned his face and arm in a household accident. I hope he's okay. I worry for his safety no. because this motherfucker showed up to the game today in a full face mask trying to play football. Yeah. For, for, if I for burn my for... face, Nada, we're not doing the podcast. <laughs> and it's not a video. I'm the last audio-only podcast on the internet. And I'm not doing this. <laughs> He's a tight end. They build differently, man. They, they, those dudes are built differently than I am. Much, much differently. And especially since he was a he's a paid one. That's the other thing. Like it's not like he's out here on a contract year. No, he already got his money. I just stay home. That Mayo Clinic me. does not bounce. <laughs> exactly. Mayo Clinic me, please. Oh, in a household yeah, accident, looking like phrased in such a way that they cannot come after your money. Mwah, the David and Jaku's agent. Good job by you, my friend. Um, exactly. This morning, a, a football game happened. I didn't wake up and watch it. I woke up because my baby's screaming, but I, I didn't watch football. Apparently, they had a Toy Story gimmick with uh, Jacksonville and Atlanta. Um, Here's the thing. You remember when that Marvel game, when the NBA did that Marvel game? Like a year. Yes. Like a year, year and a half ago, and how everybody shat on it, like mm. corn niblet shit too. I, I like, I just wonder where the, oh, why are we doing Toy Story in the NFL? Two polar opposites, yada yada yada. Where's the outrage for this? Because it, because you know, well, and you've seen me say this, like the double standards that we have with the, what the NBA will try and get crapped on for, and then the NFL will go right behind it, do something equally as corny. Hello, Nickelodeon game, even though I shouldn't really be saying that because I work for Paramount. But I say, how about you not do that, company man? Yeah. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Partial company man. But regardless, I was, I was ready like, to be like, the Nickelodeon game was a success. I was ready to, to read the press release. I, I, I had your back. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, again, but, but here's the thing. But you, you get where I'm going with this. I do. Once one company is allowed to try, the other one. If we don't hit it within these specific parameters, everything is a failure. Well, you got to remember the certain thing. You got to remember the certain thing. People don't want to like the NBA for okay. reasons that are longer and deeper than this podcast is going to allow. So you got once you come from that point, it all starts to kind of make sense to you. Um, that said, this just reaffirms the fact that while they're trying to grow their audience, I understand it. 
I am being left behind as someone who refuses to watch pregame shows or postgame shows largely. I'm just here for the sport because I love the sport. Um, yeah, I'm being left behind by the world, and I guess that's okay because they haven't taken away the actual game yet. I say yet. And they gave you um, the Super Bowl. What would you say? And they gave you the Super Bowl. What does that mean? Halftime, at least. They oh, gave yes. Oh, look, look, look. They gave every woman in our age cohort the Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> that's true too i will tell that's you a true. story after this podcast is over to remind you how small atlanta is um oh yeah <laughs> let's get to college football the reason i started this podcast the reason i love talking about all the things i hate the most um let's start with usc colorado can i say this i told you also I said, look, it may not be, I don't think Colorado beats USC, but it's going to look different than Oregon because USC has no defense. And for a half, I was super wrong. And then the second half happened. <laughs> second and, half. and I'll tell you what, ain't no good dog. Hey, whoo. It's not like it's a new problem. It's not like it's a surprise. It's predictable outcomes that they refuse to change. Well, Here's the thing. Here's the thing I ask now. Like you say, here's the thing. This is a feature. This is a feature now with Lincoln Riley, right? The defense is always going to be like bad with him. We're not expecting anything. The minute he gets a passable defense will be the first. Well, let's talk about this too, because what Lincoln Riley did when he went to SC was he built, and a lot you're seeing a lot of places. You saw it with Mel Tucker year one at Michigan State. It's easier, it's not easy. It is a fast way to upgrade at skill positions. Yeah. It's harder to build. You cannot build unless you're reliably getting linemen, good, solid linemen, high school football classes. Just, we haven't seen it done otherwise right now. And so. You haven't seen a high class lineman leave uh, school yet. They they, stay. They have no reason to. They're treated like gods where they are. Um, So that's going to be the real challenge, I think, for SC. And for Dion, as as the paradigm around college football shifts, people are like, well, why haven't we done this this quickly? Like, you've got people at Nebraska who are asking questions, which honestly you should, because why did you hire that guy? Um, But like, you look at the That so much money for no reason. (laughs) I don't don't get it, like, because... There's one thing I've learned in the last four or five, my my lifetime, a year away from a specific type of a sport can set you back forever. Hi, Sean Payton. Hi, Joe Gibbs. Like we've seen (laughs) this happen, like time away. Mike Martz, Jeff Fisher, when you walk away and you walk away from the daily grind of it, you're going to get left behind a little bit. And Matt Rule, you can say he coached football last last couple years in in Carolina. You know what he wasn't doing? Having to go to high school kids' homes and sell his wares or go to other schools and win over transfers. His skill set may not be applicable into the world that we have today, and that's a fear that's going to be rising lots of places because of the quick turnarounds you've seen due to the influx of top-flight skill talent. Now, is this sustainable in the long run? No. Lincoln Valley, was this year three or two? We're going to have to see how he builds the actual base and foundation of this program. Right now, it's it's hot because he's got Caleb Williams, and if you got Caleb Williams, you're in every game and you're going for every title. I get that. He'll be able to recruit or transfer in the next Caleb Williams into that system. The question is going to be, how can you build? And you build through old school things like, and I hate to say this, calling out your players in the media sometimes. This week, 
Deion Sanders called out Cormani McLean by name and asked him, after such high recruitment, why had he not been playing? And Deion Sanders was very honest. He said, look, I have access to see how much film my players watch. And I'm not going to put someone unprepared on the field, which for all the new age horseshit around Deion yeah. Sanders in this program, that's some yeah. old school football shit. That's a, but that and also I would also I, like say that that's basic like if you're not putting I don't understand how but I think, these kids but don't I think understand. but I think that that goes to what a lot of people's impression of when you see these these guys who are athletic mm-hmm. geniuses on television later they assume that they lean on that genius no no that genius is augmented by a work ethic that you cannot fathom no one watched more film yeah. than Deion Sanders Deion Sanders knew the routes you were going to run based on your alignment based on what foot was for based on how hard you were breathing based on how intently you're watching a snap guess what if you're watching real hard you got to get out of your break fast if you're not watching that hard you might be fucking stock blocking he knew that about you yeah. before you knew that about you and so I think it's really cool that this past week Kamani McLean had a couple of huge breakups would have his first career pick if he hadn't gotten called out for penalty like he had a very good game against SC and I think that that's something that could work in this program if Dion were to stay more than three years, which we know he's not. Another thing that's not going to work, downgrade to celebrities. I get it. Oregon game was a big <laughs> letdown. A lot of people were very upset. The baby cannot give a pregame speech. <laughs> fuck himself a little you. It is the year 2023. Dion, it cannot be the baby. You have to, Palm, you have to look at the you have to look at the SE game as a season finale of the the attention that we're giving that school. We're not going to pay attention. The collective attention that's going to be paid to that school now that we know there is zero, and I do mean zero shot of them making the playoff, is done. They're going to go. They're going to win seven, eight games. They're going to get a really decent bowl, and that's the next time we're going to talk to them. That's about it. I mean, quite honestly, that that's why you get all those celebrities out there, because you're not going to see them for the rest of the year. Now, you're not going to see them until next year. When hopefully Dion will have built up at least the offensive line, Shador Sanders will come back, and hopefully he does the Heisman thing. You don't believe? You don't believe? What? You think he's leaving this year? I don't. If if he makes a bowl, why would you come back? To what? To to what? To what? Make a bowl again? The the way scams work is you keep improving on the scam. That's true. Unless I come back and I've got a playoff contender, I'm taking my son and I and all my Louis Vuitton luggage. Now that I've proven proof of concept, lose another game, Florida. Lose another game. They're going to lose more. more. That's what I'm saying. You're all coaching for your jobs now. That's true. I've proven it can be done in Colorado. That's true. You're all – dog, Mike Norvell was under the hottest seat in America. And he's undefeated. That's true. Because if not, so if this was they will... if this was last year. Oh yeah, no, Deion's oh, there. Buddy. Deion's there. Yeah. Deion's so there. like, this is a timing issue now. Yeah. Like, I, so I'll ask you this question: What's the fewest amount of games that Norvell can win before they really start whispering? Oh, the, about Deion. He has to go undefeated. And he might like he's got Duke, they... Duke on the schedule looks heavy. Duke, no, Duke looked Duke looked heavy until they lost Riley Leonard last night, Is and that's yeah, he got rolled up pretty bad. Like they were oh, good. But there's no, no official thought, news yet. Okay. Yeah, but he but the way the like he was yeah, on saw, crutches, denied the guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I don't think I don't think Riley Leonard's going to be there for that. So so he might so he might so he might be super safe. Maybe. Well, no actually, yeah. Prob- there's no title game this year. There is a title game. It's just not. Oh, in there's divisions. just no divisions. Okay. So the thing is, he might he may really luck up. They may really luck up and end up only playing uh, Louisville, who I don't think is very good. So oh, there's that. Yeah, like he could. There's they, that. They could make a playoff. If they, make, if they get undefeated and or make a playoff, he's fine. Yeah, I, I just, I just wonder, proof, like, because, because this is proof of concept. Like the way, so the weird thing about what Dion did was he flipped sixty, I think. Yeah. You gotta remember when Mel Tucker did it in 2021, he only flipped fifteen, and he was called the king of the portal. Yeah, we've never seen anything like what Dion did in Colorado, and that's what should make people nervous. Like, if you think the volatility, if you think this whole thing's shaky, if they see that as a model, it's about to get a shit ton shakier. Very true. The only, I guess, the only point like I would probably push back on you is it may be better. He may be better off staying one more year at, at Colorado. Oh, he may oh, be oh, better yeah. off. Oh yeah. He'll, the thing is, because you. There's no if if he's coming back next year, then they can't make a bowl this year. Really, you think? I don't know. And it's harder. It's harder to sell. I made a better bowl than it was. I made a bowl after I didn't. I'm well, talking about from like a larger meta storyline you want to tell, like, and I do believe he thinks he's writing his own story because he's a narcissist. Well, remember, they're going they're going to the Big Twelve next year. Think yeah. about what's left in the Big Twelve. He's going. He's going to be the. They're going to be the prohibitive favorites to win that. You don't think so? Because third quarters happen. I don't give a shit how much talent you're able to ship in and ship out. Your depth is going to be an issue, and the depth up front's going to be an issue until you have like a full recruiting cycle to shore that kind of shit up. Like they, they may be a lot of closer games, they may be more interesting games, but when you're yeah, when but- your guards, when you're when someone gets hurt on that line and you don't have a depth, you have no depth. Yeah. That's that's why Georgia wins. That's why Bama wins. Because at the margins, their next guy's better than your next guy. Yeah, but remember, we're talking about a Big Twelve with no 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 Texas no Texas no Oklahoma. Yeah, teams other teams that have been in there and been recruiting. You dog, say what you will about what they've done with the talent. They've got the size to lean on Colorado. True. True. We can hold dog. That, let me hold the ball for forty minutes. That. I that's fair. I can see that. I would just wonder if it's better just to see if you can make a really good run at the Big 12. Then if Norvell screws up slash the foreign money really starts coming in to Florida State, then you make an offer he can't say no to. Hey, man, let A&M get bad. Let A&M's situation get real bad. (laughs) That's true, too. That's true. That's very true. Texas State's about to have an opening. I don't think Michigan and, State's and, a better and, opportunity for them, though. Eighty million dollars burning a hole in their pocket. Dog. <laughs> Let's Dog. talk about this. Let's no. talk about this right now. Let's go to the Michigan State. Michigan State beat uh, or who did they do this week? Michigan State beat Iowa because of Iowa. Iowa. Oh, they did. Oh, oh, did they, oh lose? they beat Iowa. I didn't. Where did they lose? I, they I saw that. I gotta go look at that because I did not. I'm looking see right now too. While we look this up, because we don't prepare for this. Um. <laughs> Mel Turger was fired for cause this week because, you know, at the best read of what he's done, it's bad and it's fireable for a cause. At the best read of what he's done, I think it's dumb. 
the the split zone Dune yeah. guys, Alice Kirshner said it best. It is the most expensive one person unassisted orgasm for a heterosexual male in the history of the world. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Oh, Iowa won. Iowa right. scored 26 points. Brian Ferentz, anything is possible. He's keep he's gonna end up keeping his job as offensive was, coordinator. His, for the record, his job was never on the line. It was a bonus tied to this. That's true. Kirk would That's... fire his son if we fucking you could you'd have to drag Kirk Ferentz true. out of the office before they fired Brian. His job fair, was never on the line. To be fair, like I'm not firing my son if I give him that job either. Like Steve Belichick is has the safest job on on the New England Patriots because nepotism wins, baby. Nepotism. Yeah, but Steve Belichick ain't in position to affect nothing, baby. I didn't no. make Steve DC. <laughs> Wait, I think he is actually. No, I, I'm. No. Hold let's, on. Uh, before let's, let's let's stay here for a second because yes, yes the Mel Tucker thing is an embarrassment and Michigan State is an embarrassment on the field. More embarrassing and more indicative, I think, what the bigger problem here is. There's a nil deal. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I've not, I probably have. Uh, Spartan Dogs for Life, the official NIL, NIL co- oh, collective at MSU, will that, be yeah. canceling its deals with football players immediately. Less than 24 hours before kickoff against Iowa, they released this statement. Oh. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's just rote incompetence. To provide transparent update, SD4L, which is has secured under 100 subscriptions to date, which falls significantly short of our projected growth models. Ladies and gentlemen, late-stage capitalism in a show. We thought we were going to earn this money. We raised money on the idea of earning this money, and we didn't earn the money. Rut row raggy. Um, all Ooh, bad things. The portal is the, the portal is going to be active then. For, spicy. For, the, phrase, the, the phrase I'll be using is spicy. Um, but you see why, like, even firing a coach who admits to doing things that get you fired is going to be tough because a lot of that money is tied to the idea that Mel Tucker is going to bring us guys. Uh, <laughs> UK, Florida. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> how much did you end On a scale of <laughs> one to ten, how did you much? Because they got, they, them boys got ran all over. Like Billy the Napier first half, long for this job. The, the first half, Kentucky ran for 223 yards. And I'm laughing as a team that also got run all over on Saturday. We're talking about my asshole team next, trust me. But we're talking about this team now. <laughs> Dude, I saw that and I was just like, oh, you're going to have so much Ray fun. Davis should never run for free again. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. Hey, man. Nope. Like, for real, Two, for real. Eight, I'm... <laughs> like, 10.8 a carry? I'd be calling myself the mayor of Gainesville after that. Dog, what? I'd be calling myself the mayor of Gainesville. Like, y'all owe me rent. Gotta be kidding me. I saw that and, and I was just like, oof. And what's my coach's name? What, Billy Napier? Uh, or- Billy, who are these people in polos on your sideline? <laughs> They cannot yeah. be coaches. <laughs> no, they can't. But Bill, again, is... Billy ain't going to have to explain that and soon, too. Because remember, this was the year the schedule was going to be hard, and we were gonna, but we were going to see the talent jump up. We kind of haven't. Graham Mertz is kinda. like Graham Mertz. Yeah, like, still. Yeah, still. And it's just for all – and I know you were one of those big – 
recruiting classes a lot, but this was supposed to be one of them classes that was supposed to like take a step forward, and they kind of haven't. At some point, every time someone says this class should be, I say prove it on Saturday, baby. Let's see it when it happens when yeah. it counts. Because a lot of a lot of stuff looks great to sell magazines and subscriptions to insider blogs, and that's part of the problem that I've spoken about continuously. That uh-huh. hey guys, if you're buying this, you're getting grifted. Full stop. You're getting grifted. Stop getting grifted. Find the people who do the national stuff well. Anyone who's lying to you about your school is a liar. Because telling you what you want to hear will get them paid. Ask Jason Woodlock. Anyway, <laughs> um, Notre Dame Duke, I never get what I want. Um, but what I did to do yesterday was one of my favorite things. I don't know if I, I told you about this. So there's a donut place near our house that if you know things are just mm-hmm. crazy in the morning, I'll go pick up donuts for us. Pick up donuts yeah. and breakfast sandwiches, and I'm pulling back, and I'm at a stoplight. And it's them. It's the guys with the signs, screaming Bible mm-hmm. verses. And I oh, got to boy. do my favorite thing in the world. Oh, oh, I saw that. I saw this. I roll the window <laughs> down. I turn the music off. And I yell, hail Satan at the top of my lungs. And the oh. look of confusion on their face is <laughs> so funny. They're like, we're used to being like, could, people yell at us all the time, but no one's flat out yelled hell Satan in a while. Like, it's very good to watch them just freeze. Um, that being said, the devil didn't pay off. Um, Notre Dame found a way to win in the end because I never get what I want. Um, well, again, also, and thank Mike Elko for not blitzing on fourth and 16, and or at least not having a spy for Sam Hartman, who ran. Why? Okay, so, so why would you? Why would you spy Sam Hartman? Why would you pull a man out of coverage knowing who Sam Hartman is and has always been? Why would you pull a man out of coverage on fourth and 16 to spy him? Like that. I get it. Fair. You're all upset that that didn't happen. It would have been weirder to do it. It's like the guys True. who uh, I think they were playing Byron Leftwich. Dominic Foxworth said that they had a, a spy call. Like, Byron Leftwich don't run nowhere. What the fuck are you talking about? You're not doing this because yeah. he's black. <laughs> like, Fair. Like, Fair. No. Like it's, it, yes, I understand the Sunday morning quarterbacking. And, yes, it's fun to say we should have spied him. But whew, in the allocation of resources – but, you know what? You're, you're right me, on God that. bless it. God bless it. The best piece of reporting, well report reporting I saw this week that wasn't involving Draymond Green uh, being a bad guy <laughs> was David Hale from ESPN did an oral history of the 10-year anniversary of Lane Kiffin getting fired on the tarmac at LAX. Oh, I, I did. did it I, I got to read that. It's fantastic. I'm not going to steal it. I'm not going to ruin anything for you, but I'll just say there's some things you can take away. Um a lot of people hate Mike Garrett. Oh, jeez. It's normal oh, history. Man. You just interviewed people. And so... Oh, man. It's... Uh, it's He wasn't fired on the tarmac, but because Lane loves a good story, he's never corrected anyone, which I think is... God bless him. Um, but I think the, the... Like, even as he's evolved and grown as a person and a coach in the last 10 years, I think that the Reese Davis quote that kind of ends it, they asked him if, if he thinks that if no way to know now, would he do anything different than USC or any other stops until he got to where he is now? And Reese Davis paused for a second and said, on his gravestone, they're going to read the words, he couldn't help himself. <laughs> and yeah, like Kiffin says, there's not many professions that millions of people root for you to get fired every Saturday. That's a thousand percent true. Like he's right at 33. That would fuck with my head too. I like, I have more empathy for Lane Kiffin than I did before. Because they still does shit like tell you that the Bama defensive coordinator is not calling the plays and then only score 10 points. Like, he still does shit like yeah. that where you're like, come on. Yeah. Like, just 
could you not be a dick for 27 seconds? No, he but can't, unfortunately. He he beat the child murdering Brian Kelly. So yeah. six of one had those in the other. It was a great game. It was a game devoid of defense. But it ended the mm-hmm. way I think we all kind of thought it would. Not really, I guess, because LSU, I thought the defense would be a defense. And like, uh, at some point, we uh, got to talk like Brian, De- Brian Kelly might be the most disappointing coach in, in the nation right now. Like, that was it's cool. only disappointing about- if you thought he was good. And I never thought he was a good coach. Fair, fair. Like, I, I, I've been on this mountain for a while. Like, I just don't think he's a good Like I watched what he produced at Notre Dame. I'm watching what he produced at LSU. Last year, it felt like that he just maximized the talent that was there, but didn't feel like he really added anything. He wasn't Coach O, which was a huge upgrade. Well, yeah. And now true. it's like, hey, rubber's on the road. We've seen your shit on film. Let's see what you do in the SEC. And answers be happening. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, like he doesn't have an answer. He doesn't and have an Jayden answer for Daniels. anything. However, Jaden Daniels might be like, like quietly. Like I know Michael yeah. Penix is going to win the Heisman. I know he is. And Brock Bowers yeah. probably should win the Heisman. But Jaden Daniels is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so unexcited about Georgia playing LSU. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I really what do you don't. Mean, why? Because I don't I don't trust that team. And this is part of the re- like you have no expectations of Brian Kelly in a coach. But that is yes. the most like they gave up 700 yards to, to, to Lane Kiffin, and not a, and there aren't too many pros on that roster. That's very true. Like, like, what happens when Brian Kelly and them have to see pros? What happens? That's very, that's very true. However, counterpoint, Jane Daniels is really good. I like, get that. Jane Daniels is scary good. Like, Jane Daniels, like, Jane Daniels makes me much for the moment. Oh, I've... No, no, I don't want any. And he can move? No, sir. No, no, no. This is the kind of quarterback that gives Kirby defenses absolute fits. Fair. I'll give you that. Maybe that's the one. He's a schematic problem for the team I cheer for. Maybe. Okay. I get you on this part. I get you on that part. That part, yeah. He's schematic nightmare. Outside of that, there can't get right from life for me. LSU can't get right now because they can't. I don't trust them to get right. The only thing I trust them on is the fact that we all yelled about putting Harold Perkins not on the edge in the first game, and all of a sudden Harold Perkins is rushing the quarterback, which means he's listening. Which... Oh, no. Fair. Fair. <laughs> which... Fair. Like, I don't... And the thing is, it's the right thing to do. So do I do I mock him for doing the smart thing, or do I am I upset he listened to us? I don't know what to do there with that one. Just I want yes, to note that. that's the answer. Yes. I want it noted that it feels like we bullied him into doing this. <laughs> doing yeah, we right bullied thing. him to do a smart move. Yeah. Yeah, we bullied him doing the thing he shouldn't be doing the whole time, but he still got bullied. Um, let's end this fucking podcast. Georgia 27, Auburn 20. I went into the week saying that September Auburn didn't worry me. And that um, they only get weird in the plains in October and November. And September 30th happened, and things got fucking weird, man. Fumbles, picks, um, not throwing to uh, to Brock Bowers in the first half. I don't know what that was about. Um, yeah, not an ugly game, but you know you can't be undefeated without winning them all. And Carson Beck for his fifth start ever, first road start in the SEC, three thirteen, one touch, one pick. Their worst days to have. Yeah, 
there are. Like, I, I'm wondering, like, and I asked you this before we started recording, on a scale of 110, how annoyed do you think Brian Kelly is that he's got to break out the Brock Bowers packages now? You called Kirby Smart Brian Kelly. If this was double charge, you'd yeah. be fined. Yes, yes, that's true. I, I, Yeah, that's... See, this is what happens when we get, like, we start talking about idiots, and granted, Kirby Smart is not an idiot, but yeah. Kirby's got to be kind of upset that he's got to break out all these... Uh, Brian Bowers packages right now, right? Like, there's, I think it was he's the one who hired all his buddies. Like, I've been saying this for weeks too. Like, it's gonna, I, and this is like some years my crutch is I don't trust this quarterback. Some years my crutch is, God damn it, that's Brian Schottenheimer calling plays (laughs) this year. Which it might be next year. That's not funny. Don't wish that on me. (laughs) Like, we're getting to a real, like, no, like you laughing. There's a real serious inflection point where, Coordinators are not making enough to take these college jobs that are so volatile with the with the uh, with with the uh, the transfer portal. Like you saw, Nick had to like take together a staff this year. Yeah. Like yeah. it's gonna become like guys are going to NFL position coaching gigs and, and and quality control gigs before they're going to coordinator jobs in in, in college. Todd Munkin, I want the Ravens to fail so Todd comes home. <laughs> That's not happening. That's I know. not happening, Frank. Because he's running an offense with Lamar Jackson and not since a minute now. <laughs> exactly. But also, yeah. you, you, don't you have that uh, – you have uh, the Riola kid coming in next year, at least, pushing Carson back, I think. So, you, again, you might the, have the, op- the, the – I'm not worried. Carson Beck is start, – start number five is the headline there. Okay, fair. That's, what I'm, I'm not – this, this is a team that's going to continue to get better. We're watching it happen second half. They did much better this second half. They looked horrific against the run. Not going to deny that at all. It looked well against the pass. It looked good against the pass. Auburn is still a team that is coming off of a couple of bad recruiting cycles and, and he having he freezes their head coach. Yeah. So we'll see what happens down there. I'm sure they're going to be better. They've proven they can fucking run, and Georgia's proven that they're still rounding into shape. The thing that people forget about Georgia is last year was supposed to be their building year. Which meant that people thought this year was going to be the dominant year, but if we traded years, that also makes sense. So maybe this is a rebuilding year because in the, the thing is, if you can build the plane while you're flying it, that's a pretty good situation for this staff for because they've done it twice before in a way that was undeniable. The problem now is Kentucky is coming to run at you. Yeah. Yeah. They know what you're not good at, and they're going to absolutely take Fuck every that. single. They know advantage. the only thing that they can do. <laughs> it just yeah, happens well, to be the thing that you're also not good at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's well, it, yes, yes. Georgia's not going to stop it. However, Kentucky is multiple choice: run or not run, and they only choose run. So, like, it's a, it's a it's a confluence of factors that I'm less than excited about. Well, you should be, but at the same point, I you just got to trust that the talent that you've recruited over the, over Kirby's entire tenure is going to take over, and then we're we're going to have that moment where they're like, we're not going to let Kentucky of all schools beat us. How long is Mark they have pride. Like as I said that, I was like, ooh, how long has Marcus been there? He's comfortable been enough there. to take shots at John Calipari and still keep his oh, job. Oh my God. He's been there longer than, than than Kirby. Like that's where you're like, oh, Kirby's doing something there. Dog, Mark Suits ain't ain't building fucking sandcastles. Like he's like, let's put it this way, and I'm glad we're talking about this because I saw I saw it mentioned. Think about it like this: Mark Stoops has probably the best job in the SEC. 
you don't expect anything. You still get money. Basketball, the basketball will subsidize you on the years you're not good. But if you're, you happen to be good, then you get love. You get to talk about getting, you get practice facilities before the Kentucky basketball team. And think about when the last time that happened. Like, He's got you're the coaches job. You're a basketball school in a place that wants to be a football school. So if you show them a glimmer of it, they're going to reward you. Exactly. It's, it is making the it's making the playoffs as a Knicks coach. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, actually, the Tom Thibodeau, Mike Stoops, <laughs> Mike Stoops, it works. I'm it just works. saying. It works. I'm just saying. Mess around, get to the second round as a Knicks coach. They will. Yeah, you will have a media job for the end of till the end of your days. Look, and before we get out of here, I do want to touch on this because I will not be getting wrestle dream tonight because my child's not letting me watch five hours of underdog professional wrestling. However, I know you and I both took in uh, No Mercy last night NXT on Peacock. What was your highlight of the night? Man, it, quite honestly, it might have been Mel, uh, Mellow Dragonoff. That's it. I mean, I was saying, why is it Melo Dragon? <laughs> like it's it's that was so good. That had any that was better than any right it had to be. The right man won at that time. The story is going to be awesome. I and honestly, it's coming in second. I'm so happy for Trek Williams. Like Nick Khan was right, and Nick Khan going over athletes rather in, than indie wrestlers or going in signing indie wrestlers in mass. It's much easier to go get these athletes, rely on these athletes, teach them how to do the business, and then like watch them flourish because now we've seen it. The NXT, the new NXT package works. Bianca Belair, Trick Williams is another one. Think of Montez Ford. All these guys are coming up. And the best part about it is they're the only, again, and I hate saying this about like a, a Vince McMahon-owned product or TKO products-owned product hmm. at this point, but like they seem to embrace the fact that wrestlers can be more than one kind of archetype at this point. Well, and I, I think, think that's kind I of think, awesome. I think that has a lot to do with the fact that they're while they are, like you said, Nikon is controlling how and why they buy the groceries. They've got Shawn Michaels cooking. Yeah. And you know, you can have your qualms with Shawn Michaels, I guess, if you want, but there's not many better wrestling minds out there who are in a position to to pass that that knowledge down and, and watching him, watching Carmelo grow under that learning tree has just been fantastic and can't wait to see what is next. But that's all we got for today, man. Now to tell people where to find you. Thank you for not ruining it. See, look, I didn't poison any. We had a great, that was a fun, <laughs> non-contentious <laughs> podcast. There was no moment of, of, of Heenan and Heenan and Gorilla. Like that was a very crisp, good it's professional. podcast. Eh, professional. Uh, don't paint me with your brush. I, I had fun with my friend. I'm not. <laughs> Look, you can find me at you can find me doing producing the Ion College Basketball Podcast. Where you're listening to this, you can just search Ion College Basketball. I'm over there. I'm also doing fantasy football DFS, producing that as well. And there may be a po project or two coming down the line. We may I may be back to go hawk those wares as well. And one of these days, he's going to be like, you know what, guys? I've got the perfect talent for you. And he brings me in, and we go out and take over the world together. But until that day, that was your show. There is no outro. See you guys later this week.